Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day five of the Nagoya Basho. It is Thursday. I had to think a bit about that one. Yeah, this week's kind of gotten away from me. Yeah, it feels like week two already, we were oh, saying. Yeah. Anyway, that might be a combination of work and everything. So we have a little apology. Our day three episode seems to have totally gone missing from Apple Podcasts. We're apologising, but it really seems like Apple Podcasts should be apologising. Yeah, it went up fine on Spotify and on our Podbean page, but no sign of it on Apple. It's the mystery day three episode. It was one of our best Let's just say it was done very late at night. Yeah, I think we finished <laughs> at about 1.30am that night. So it was a bit of a disappointment for it to not be I know, showing up on Apple. we're demoed because we put so much work into doing it when we, when yep. we were ready that uh, it's, it just didn't, just didn't go up. So if you wanted to listen to day three and you usually listen on Apple Podcasts, please search it out on maybe Spotify or if all else fails, the old Podbean account, you can uh, just go to Twitter or Facebook and find that link there. No one likes Podbean, let's yeah. face it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe in about 40 years, we'll we'll have a replaying of this day three episode, the lost episode, the missing episode, and we'll all laugh about it. Uh, let's check in on the weather in Nagoya again. And this is the thing about the weather in Nagoya. <laughs> I love your weather watch. It's 26 degrees. It never changes. Yeah. But the humidity has gone up 1%. It's up to 93%. Oh. Edging ever wow. closer towards the either rain slash ocean conditions that we think 100% humidity might be. That's right. Well, well, here's another stat. What about wind? Is it windy there? Because the wind's three kilometres per hour. Is that, yeah, that's not windy. That doesn't feel like a fresh breeze. No. It just moves the humidity around. It. Yeah, that's right. It's that, that's just basically stagnation, I think. <laughs> well, everyone's hot, basically. Uh, the news today, Endo has gone Qjo because of a muscle injury to his left leg. We were looking at his bout against Takeyasu yesterday. Um, there was nothing really that we saw there. Oh, I mean, this completely caught me off guard. I heard he was moving gingerly after his bout yesterday, but looking at the replay, you can't really see a moment where it's happened. He seemed to get off the doyo okay. Uh, I've heard that it might be a hamstring. Yeah, right. But I, I feel three weeks uh, is the quoted amount, isn't it, that he'll need to rest up off that. Hugely disappointing for Endo fans. I'm an Endo fan. Yeah, yeah, we we took a, a half-hearted step last time into the vortex, and, yeah. and we're still in there. Yep, it's it's certainly a big shame for him. The Fusen show goes for goes to Mitakuyumi, and I'm disappointed that we're denied this matchup. Yeah, it would have been a classic. Um, Endo, hope you get better soon. Yeah, let's move into the Jurio bouts for today. Oho, he handed Kaisho his first defeat of the Basho. Mm. This was a bit of an upset. Oho is three and two. Kayshaw is four and one. Abi, he moved to five and zero after an Okuridashi win over Nishiki Fuji. Nishiki Fuji is two and three. Taka Genji picked up his second win of the Basho with a very, very nice belt throw against Bushozan. Uh, Taka Genji is two and three. Bushozan is the same. Kodoshoho, he uh, screwed up his face and found the effort required to step the large Azumaru across the Tawara, taking Kodoshoho to two and three. Azumaru is the same. Enho came out. He he played a little bit, it looked like, with Mitorio before the Tachi. He took a long time to go down. 
he was he was really eyeing him off, creating a little bit of doubt. And then he jumped like a beautiful small gazelle to his left and Mitoriu flew straight through like a large flightless bird. If you like Henkers, I think you have to appreciate don't you reckon how yeah. well executed and prepared this one was? It was well executed. And I mean, after what happened on day two, um, with that terrible, uh, bout against Takagenji, I didn't mind him giving himself the freebie today. Yeah. We're in separate rooms again yeah. and I yelled out, <laughs> they're close enough to yell. Don't mind a bit of yelling. You know, what did you think of that? And he said, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. You called you it rude. Mind. Yeah. I thought it was rude. Yeah. I thought well, it was rude because um, of the faffing around beforehand. A yeah, bit. and Mitoriu had a great start. I think that this was his first loss, if yeah. I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's his first loss. So not a great way for him to fall off the leaderboard there. No, I just felt a bit for Mitoriu, but I, I definitely don't uh, deny Anho the win. Haku Yozan fairly easily rolled down poor old Shohozan. Kotenage, he's unbeaten on 5-0, Haku Yozan. Shohozan still without a win. Yutakiyama really struggled to put away Wakamoto Haru. He finally stepped him out over the Tawara Yorikiri, but it was harder than perhaps it should have been. Yutakiyama moves to four and one. Wakamoto Haru is two and three. Promising signs for Yutakiyama. Well, our other winners today in Jurio were Yago, Nishikigi, Midori Fuji, Kyokushuho, Takakento, and Kyokutaise. And I should say we saw a lovely uh, feature today on the broadcast on Jurio debutante Kodokuzan. And saw pictures of his family. I love these features. And it went for a long time. And he talked. He looked like a really lovely guy. And they interviewed uh, Arashio Oyakata, his Oyakata uh, ex-Sokakurai. And he said that he just like bagged him out of it and said what he needed to do better. Yeah. Well, it was good to see uh, Kodokuzan take the uh, criticism (laughs) well there. Well, he did lose today. Maybe fair enough. Well, there were two things that you pointed out about uh, this new and exciting Jurio entrant. So firstly, his real name is Jasper Kenneth. Yes. Yes. Not the usual rickishy name. No, it's not. Jasper. I want it. Kenneth. If you're called Kenneth, you know, it's an it's an Oh, old it's a middle name. name. Yeah. 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 Um, He is Filipino-Japanese, is that right? Right. Okay. Yes, that's yeah. right. 27 years old. Yeah. I mean... You, it's fresh having a ricochet in called Jasper. Yeah. Jazzy. I did look at Sumo DB. This is the first time it's happened. The first time that we have a, a ricochet called Jasper. Did you? Mm. How can you look up names on Sumo DB? Oh, I have my ways. Really? The is there query? an open field, open query? Yeah. Well, oh, I'm joking. But I'm Whoops. pretty confident in saying that he's <laughs> the first I go Jasper. Why did the data route rather than the joke route there? Not sure. Not That's sure really odd and doesn't make for a good podcast. My apologies, everybody. Um, the other thing well, we noticed well, you, when you we went said to this Sumo yesterday, DB. Yeah. You said this yesterday that his photo in Sumo DB was amazing. And we know the photos that end up there are often <laughs> either from early in someone's career. Yeah. But this photo is incredible. He has this tidal wave of hair. Yeah, I've never seen so much hair. The, Maybe check out our Instagram tonight. Oh, you might, check might it might out. catch a little glimpse. So, so good. So, so much to like about Kotokuzan. Unfortunately, it was his feature today. I think they interviewed him for about half an hour in between those bouts. He lost. He did lose, but that's all right. Let's check the leaderboard for Jurio. 5-0. There is Abi, who is just yeah, rocking it very quite quietly, I would say. And Hakuyozan. On 4 1, we have Kaisho, Mitoriu, and Yutakiyama. Well, let's move in to Makuchi. The first bout of the day was Ichiyamamoto up against Tokushoryu. 
Ichiyamamoto attacked high on Tokushoryu out of the tachiai, hit him squarely in the throat. Tokushoryu fought him off here. He pushed Ichiyamamoto's chest, came forward suddenly, but his feet were left behind. Ichiyamamoto could easily step aside here and guide Tokushoryu down to the ground. A katasukashi win for Ichiyamamoto. Yeah, managed to get out of the way of the big man, Tokushoryu, and swing him down. Really good footwork. From the uh, generally very animated Ichi Yamamoto, we also saw a little package from him today on the NHK broadcast. And he's just such an animated guy. It really stands out because of the way sometimes they, they come across. But there's a couple of good packages this time. Another funny one from Shohozan where he's laughing a lot. Well, they show that every day Yeah, as they do well. show it every day. So uh, Ichi Yamamoto, dream start in his first Makuchi Basho. He's four and one, Tokushoryu three and two. Tsurigisho was up next against Chionokuni. And Chionokuni, he's really rediscovered the uh, slap and thrust timings. He held Tsurigisho back and then held him up only to slap him down, hold him up, just to slap him down. He looked a bit more comfortable uh, today, Chionokuni. Well, again, Chionokuni invites his opponent onto the streets and shows them how it's done there. Some vicious attacks on Tsurigisho's face. Yeah, but the timings are working. Timing is so, so good. And it was just a meeting of styles here and Chionokuni, his style was a bit more effective today. He is four and one, Tsurigisho three and two. Daimami up next against Ishiura. It really felt like Ishiura knew what he was doing here. He darted to the side of, of Dayamami, got on the belt and used his speed to stay on the move and stay to the side of Dayamami. He worked both hands on the front and back of the Dayamami belt and continued to spin him around before dumping him backwards over his legs. This was a kirikayashi or a twisting backwards knee drop win for Ishiura. It was a bit of a slam dunk. He went down so hard, Daimami. And uh, your Daimami curse continues. Mm. The uh, guys are writing into us now. We're starting yeah. to get letters begging you not to say they're going to go well. Well, I'm going to remove my endorsement okay. officially as of today. Okay. And can you do it on Shohozan as well officially? You have I'll to officially do that. Okay, great. Okay. And I apologise <laughs> to him and his camp. I'm very, very sorry. Daimami is one and four and Ishihara with that win today. A good win is two and three. Chiono up against Kagiyaki and Chiono absolutely locked himself to the inform Kagiyaki. He got up under the armpits and he didn't let go and he gets Kagiyaki over the bales, Yorikiri. He beat Kagiyaki last time and he's beaten him again this time. Well, did you see Kagiyaki, the blood streaming down his, oh, uh, yes. off, down his forehead as he walked out to the Hanamichi? Was that, it was Chino Or's, it was almost like his teeth going it into his, his head. It was his teeth Ugh. crashing into the top of Kagiyaki's Yikes. head. I don't know, Kagiyaki was down lower and it just must have been on that impact. Yeah, it was furious sumo from Chiona All today. I'm not removing my endorsement as of now for Chiona Or because oh, okay. he was the other one I was cursing Ooh. a bit. Uh, but a very solid win from him today over Kagiyaki. Chiona Or is two and three. Kagiyaki is three and two. Ura up next against Kodnowaka. Ura again opting for the long run up here, a long way back from the white line. At the touchy eye, Ura's doing this signature non-touchy eye that yeah. he's been doing this basho. He waits, arms out, lets his opponent come forward. And Kodnawaka did exactly that, but he was very, very quick to close the gap. He moved his body in close and pushed and shoved Ura over the bales and off the doyo. What are you making of Ura's 
um, style so far. Well, I think today was the first day I realised that he's doing that as a thing, as a technique. I'm not sure I'd picked it up yet. I think it's really, I think it's really odd. I think if anyone can use it to pull off a move or to pull off some good sumo, it is Ura, but it's not really the the way of the touchy eye. You know? Well, I mean, you had to kind of jostle for a good position by going forward. It it feels like this this kind of sumo might have got him through Jurio, but I think he needs to be more uh, decisive and take more mm. initiative at the touchy eye because people, we saw Kodanawaka do it today. He just closes in and suddenly Ura's on the back foot. Yeah. Well, he waits to see what someone like Kodanawaka does. Kodanawaka's in form and he, he does it. And, and his opponents are, are careful. They know what he's capable of. So they're, they're, they are coming at him very, very carefully. They're not, they're not over committing. They know what he'll do or what he's capable of, but I don't know. Something needs to change here. Yeah, I think so. When Ura fell off the uh, the Doyo 2, Kondawaka hopped down off yeah. and, and helped him. That's really nice. Beautiful moment of sportsmanship. Kondawaka, he's four and one. Ura is two and three. Kaisei and Chiamaru. Kaisei wasn't uh, able to turn Chiamaru around today. It's a technique that a lot of his opponents try to use against him. It recently seems to be a good way to dispatch him. Kaisei couldn't do it. Instead, Chiamaru came forward. Kaisei didn't come from any different angles. Chiamaru found good neck and chest pushes that got Kaisei to the edge and straight out. Uh, what happened today? Well, I mean, it... Kaisei's pretty straightforward back and forth. He's he's not quick, so I guess he's not going to dart around the back of Chiamaru, but he didn't even try to do but, anything different. But nor would I expect him to. I think Kaisei could match up with Kai, uh, Chiamaru in some straight line sumo, but that was yeah. absent today too. Yeah. Well, I think, um, Chiamaru just got a little bit lower and he's got, he got his pushes timed yeah. better and in a better position. Exactly. So not to take it away from Mr. Sumo, he moves to two and three, uh, and Kaisei is on the same score. Toshinoshin up next against Teretsuyoshi. Toshinoshin jumps to his left at the touchy eye as Teretsuyoshi comes charging in low. Teretsuyoshi, nothing to hit here. Kareen's forward and is helped to the ground by a slap on the back by Tochnoshin. This is a henker. I think it was. I mean, he did. It, it's given a Tsukiyotoshi, so it's, it wasn't a slap down. It was a, a thrust down. So, I mean, you could call it a sort of meet and move and thrust down. But I think it was, yeah, I mean, he needed. He needs a win. I mean, it's a henker. You, it's okay to say. How do you feel about it? I uh, didn't love it. I didn't love it. You, you were screaming about uh, it. I didn't like it. You know, I mean, there's no doubt Teretsuyoshi made a mistake here. Yeah. He should have seen this coming not on the doyo today, but when he woke up and looked at the um, <laughs> the Torakumi. Yeah. Tochinoshi Shin's on 0-4 at Maegashira 12. Yeah. He's getting desperate. Smaller opponent who's going to come in quickly. I mean. And often Teretsuyoshi moves to the side on the touch eye as well. So he could have got around it that way, I suppose, mm. instead of coming straight forward. Well, that's Tochinoshin's first win. He's one and four. Teretsuyoshi's on the same score. Tamawashi and Aoyama. And today Aoyama actually decided to match Tamawashi's strong thrusts and forward movement. He was definitely in the pushing zone and it worked. The touch eye was fine from both. But then Aoyama put his head down, his hands were a little bit lower. And again, like we were talking about Kaisei and Chiyomaru, his thrusts were timed better and in a better spot, sort of down low on Tamawashi's belly. 
and he was able to push Tamawashi out Oshidashi. This is peak Aoyama. It really is. I don't think I've seen him move this swiftly. Do you mean the surprise win against somebody who should be doing that style of sumo against uh, it? Well, no, I think, like as you said, the, the thrusts were well aimed, mm. had a lot of power behind them, but his feet kept up with him. Yes, and that's true. And he just looks very, very dangerous. Tamawashi, this is his first loss of the Basho. Unfortunately, uh, we were loving what he was doing over the first four days. Uh, and what we failed to mention that this is Tamawashi's best start, or it was as of yesterday. Uh, he's never gone four zero before. Right. He went seven zero at Jurio four in 2008, but this was his best start to a Makuchi Basho, which is kind of hard to imagine. It is. And for someone who never takes days off, yeah. never goes Kyujo, it's a, it's a real surprise. It is. So Tamawashi with that loss, he's four and one. Aoyama is two and three. Takara Fuji was up next against Shimano Umi, and this was one of the longer bouts that we've seen so far in this basho, and it was built around long lockups in the middle of the doyo. Both Rikishi were pushing hard at each other and keeping each other's arms locked up and off the belt. There were two separate rounds of applause from the very sedate yeah. Nagoya uh, <laughs> Dolphins Arena crowd. Thursday night crowd. Well, you know, I mean, if this crowd claps twice... This bout's gone on a long it's time. Hard to get them started. Exactly. Takara Fuji was the one who uh, responded well to a Shimano Umi engage. He stepped aside and swung Shimano Umi down to the bales. Well, around to the bales, I should say, and then thrusted him down Tsukiyotoshi. Yeah. Just on that clapping thing, there was once where I got the clapping going when we were at the sumo in Tokyo. Oh, I remember that. And I was that. so proud. I remember. Well, sometimes I, I think people take it for granted yeah. that they're there at the sumo and they just don't, they forget that. It's an exchange. Yeah. It's not a one-way street. Yeah, I was really pleased. I can't remember what bad it was, but I enjoyed it. It was anyway, um, yeah. probably way down the jury. Probably. <laughs> Shimonomi, yeah, he looked a bit tattered at the end of it, as he often does at the end of a bout, but today in particular. Um, Takara Fuji, very patient. The, the businessman has an endless supply of patience, and he showed it here. After this bout, they showed a replay, and it was here that, we were wondering whether they've lowered the replay speed. It was a long bout anyway. They showed the whole thing as a replay and it just went forever. Has the replay speed no, no, got no. slower? No, I think the slow motion's exactly the same speed. You it's reckon just they, it felt slower to me. It's just that they decided to start the slow motion replay yeah. at the start of the oh, bout. Yeah. So we watched this long. in agonising detail. I mean, it was a very slow bout at full speed. Poor old Murray. <laughs> he was like... And they're coming forward. Yep. They're he still was coming doing a forward. lot of filling there. Takara <laughs> uh, Fuji, he is three and two. Shimano Umi was two and three. Hidden Umi and Chiyoshoma up next on the doyo. Chiyoshoma, he really got on the neck of Hidden Umi here. He went with his left hand, replaced it with his right hand, then his left again. Hidden Umi, he was held up high, but in doing so, Chiyoshoma really put all his weight onto Hidden Umi's body. He Got to a dangerous angle. His footwork wasn't good. His feet hadn't caught up with him. And Hidnomi could thrust him down unceremoniously. Another Tsukiyotoshi win. Good work, Hidnomi. Yeah, guess. some very, very powerful Oshi attacks from Hidnomi today. And that attack across the body just completely undid Chiyoshoma. Hidnomi, three and two. Chiyoshoma on two and three. Miyogiryu up against Hoshoryu. Both Rikishi got solid left-hand belt grips out of the touchy eye. Miyogiryu went for a quality throw attempt, but Hoshoryu planted his foot, 
stayed up and then quickly went on the attack. He was trying to throw Mjolgiriu at this point, but he couldn't quite find the leverage to get Mjolgiriu down. But he did manage to move him across the doyo and eventually worked him across the bales. Yorikiri win for Hoshoryu. Poor old Mjolgs is just not quite finding it, is he? But Hoshoryu's footwork is looking so solid. And those giant leaps forward that he takes, it has gotten him into trouble occasionally in the past, but at the moment it's working for him. In this case, it got him extremely close to the edge and he could take Mjogs over. Yeah, he looked very comfortable on the belt and just the strength to move Mjogidio around so easily. He is four and one, Hoshoryu, really going well at Maegashira five and loving life at the moment at least. And Mjogidio is one and four. Okunumi came up next against Kiribayama. Now, this was a great belt battle. It was really back and forth. Both of them had solid holds. Kiribayama looked to have the upper hand early. He got Okunumi to the edge, but he rocked himself back and he drove powerfully forward. They were both locked up on the belt again here. Kiribayama's was really loose on the top layer. Okunumi was kind of pulling it looser, but then he reached forward and was able to grab the underside. Okunumi had Kiribayama right up on the Tawara here, but as he was taking him over, he got his angles wrong or he forgot exactly where he was and he actually stepped up onto the bales and his foot rocked over them and his toes tipped into the sand before Kiribayama. It looked fairly clear that Okunumi had stepped out before, but uh, the result was called the other way. The result was given as a win to Okunumi and a monoe was called. Yeah, and this was one of the quickest monoes you will ever see. Uh, and we completely agree that the replay shows clearly Okunumi. It was almost like his momentum was too much that he couldn't stop his foot rocking yep. over. Uh, but Kiribayama, the replay showed how good his footwork was. So the decision was reversed. It was given to Kiribayama with the non-technique kimarate of Isamiyashi or the inadvertent step out. Yeah, right. We haven't seen that very often. I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, I think we saw one this year. Okay. Yeah. Who no, knows? It, yeah. yeah, I think we did. I think so too. The other thing about this bout that was interesting was the perfect from the Gyoji double Sagari pickup. We often uh, get it, get up into the Gyoji's grill about not picking up the Sagari when they fall off or they, they worry about it and they look at it and they fuss yeah. about it for ages and everybody steps on it and it creates havoc in the battle. But here, both of them fell off. Well, this was truly a magical moment because... The replay showed Kiribayama almost handing the Sagari over. <laughs> this was a direct pass. Yeah. Wasn't on the ground. But then Okunumi's came off and he was very, very quick to pick that up. We were yeah. on our feet applauding this Yeah, because he went right in between them as right well. Straight away, no hesitation, darted in, picked it up. That's how it should be done. Everybody should be taking notes. All the younger Gyoji should be taking notes on that. You're exactly right. It's the hesitation that undoes these guys. Yeah. Kiribayama is an excitement machine and, again, Excitement follows him around. A great win for him. Four and one. Okunumi, three and two. Onosho up next against Chiataru. They smashed into each other very, very hard at the touchy eye. Chiataru quickly starts his attacks. He's really dishing them out here. Takes a few steps forward, but Onosho took an opportunity that presented itself after one of Chiatari's attacks missed and delivered what I'm calling the reverse Chiatari Express. He just moved Chiatari back at great pace 
over the doyo and over the bales. The small Chiatario Express. Yeah, we were yelling a lot during this. This was an exciting bout. There was a lot of hugging. Onosha really took the initiative here to snag that win. I loved it. He moves to two and three at Magashira six and Chiatario one and four. Takanosho came up next against Kotoeko. Wow, he's fighting so low. I mean, Kotoeko's Magashira four, but it feels weird to see him down here. Kotoeko was really active off the touchy eye. Takanosho jumped at him and Kotoeko tried to pull him through past him with the arm, but Takanosho doesn't go down. He's way more stable than this. Kotoeko jumped on the belt with his right arm, but Takanosho locked it up with the left. As Kotoeko drove forward at this point, Takanosho braces and then jumps out of the way, pulls on Kotoeko's arm now, and he is down. It's a slap down. It's given as a slap down. Haruki Komi win for Takanosho. Yeah, well, he had to work for it today. It was his first win. This was, a, <laughs> this was a very, very big effort from Takanosho just to contain Kotoeko long enough to get this win. Huge, huge sense of relief in the Takanosho camp tonight, I would imagine. Uh, Takanosho one and four, Kotoeko two and three. A big bout up next. We have Komasubi Wakataka Kage up against Maegashira one Daesho. We were not disappointed. What about if we saw the, the slow motion replay getting overused today, this one was like it was on fast forward. Part one, Daesho explodes out of the touchy eye, attacking high and fast, blows Wakataka Kage backwards. Part two, Wakataka Kage somehow steadies himself, goes on the attack, He's able to pressure Daesho backwards and spun him around. Part three. Daesho completes the spin, a full 360, so quick, and he's ready to turn and face Wakatakage as he comes in, and he counterattacks at lightning speed, drove Wakatakage back over the bales. This was amazing sumo. It really was. And I love your This American Lifestyle of recounting it. It's very cool. Goodness me. Daesho was like the flash today. Mm. The 360 spin was so cool. And he really rescued himself. Those oh, he should have been out there. About. Yeah. It he should was, have been Okuri Dashi. Yeah. Here. He used the the raised aspect of the Tawara really well. He propped himself against it twice. And Wakataka Kage, he looked so disappointed, didn't he? He would have loved to get this win. This would have been a big one. I mean... After this loss, he's two and three. I mean, it's still an amazing opening for a new Komasubi, but Daesho, that's his first win. He's one and four. Yeah. Talk yep. about a sense of relief. Yeah, for sure. He would have been so happy with that, with the rescues. Absolutely amazing to say. Watch this one if you haven't. It was really cool. Daesho, he's one and four. Wakataka Kage at Komasubi is two and three. Mitakumi stepped up on the doyo next to accept his Fusensho. His form wasn't great. He didn't look, uh, looked a little bit lethargic, looked a little uh, slow. lacklustre. Looked slow really across the doyo today. Chop the air well, no. accepting his uh, envelopes. And he would have got a, a few because Endo uh, gets a lot of sponsorship. But uh, yeah, not looking good today, Mitakumi. <laughs> Despite that, he's four and one with that Fusen show. Uh, Endo will finish this uh, basho on one and four. Sekiwake Takeyasu up against Komasubi Meisei. It was a good start from both. And while Takeyasu continued to stay on the attack, Meisei was very good at deflecting uh, the oncoming barrage. Then... He managed to generate some quick movement to the side. He swung Takeyasu quickly to the ground. Another Katasukashi win here. 
Yeah, that's two two in uh, Makuchi yeah. today. And zero uh, Midori Fujis. Yeah, that's right. Quite a clinical move from Meisei, I thought. or So it looked in the slow-mo replay. Uh, he still looks beat up afterwards, but at least it's with one real win now and one for Sencho. He's two and three. And Takiyasu has the two wins, the two days off, and now the one loss to go along with it. He was just, yeah, overpowered a little bit here, I would say. And so for the people who are doing the accounting side of sumo, with that loss, Takiyasu now cannot achieve 13 wins. So that means he can't. Get to the well, 33. Well, after going 10 and 5 after in the last two Basho, there was a lot of talk around how 13 wins would give him the 33 needs for Ozeki promotion. Yeah. And that's mathematically impossible yeah. now. We weren't really considering it on the cards, were we? But no. a lot of people were. Unfortunately, not to be. Terunofuji was next against Hokutafuji. And uh, anything could happen here. Hokutafuji, he tried to pull with Terunofuji's arm off the touchy eye and then he got super close in the hug. Lifted Terunofuji up a bit and they locked up for a few seconds with Hokutafuji's right hand on the belt. Terunofuji really wanted his own grip. Of course, that's what he's always going for. He reached out with uh, his left hand for Hokutafuji's belt, but he couldn't reach with all that Hokutafuji's wiggling around. But it ended up not mattering because immediately after that, after going for the belt and disrupting Hokutafuji that way, he threw him down instead, Konage. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed with Hokuto Fuji's effort today. He, he just didn't manage to inject any chaos into this bout, and I thought that was the way he was going to win. That is such a good way of putting it. I mean, Terunofuji Fuji was the one who took that away from Hokuto Fuji by making sure he was in close, but... Yeah, Hokuto Fuji needed to maintain that space to let some excitement happen. Well, it was weird. I... Th I felt like Hokuto Fuji got in close at the start, which I think was yeah, a mistake true. because he couldn't, yeah. as you say, create that chaos from there. And Terano Fuji was like, oh, this gift. Yeah. I've been given this man in my arms. Yeah. And, and we've seen people like Takanosho, um, you know, almost beat Terano Fuji, this mm. basho, with that surprise attack. Yep. Hokuto Fuji's definitely uh, capable of delivering something like that, but... Not today. And Ozeki Terunofuji continues his rampage. He's five wow. and zero. Hokuto Fuji is three and two. The next bout of the day was Ozeki Shodai up against Tobizaru. Tobizaru, he absorbed the Shodai touchy eye and continued to stay on the defensive as Shodai was coming forward, attacking wildly. Tobizaru, he was forced back, but he braced a foot against the Tawara and then shot to the side as Shodai was closing in. Shodai was still chasing and he was trying to put Tobizaru away at this point and the Gyoji nearly got cleaned up uh, in the action here. But all of a sudden, Tobizaru turned the tables. A couple of good shoves against Shodai saw Shodai absolutely crumble. He gave ground and Tobizaru closed in for the kill, Oshidashi. Just, <laughs> we were missing the chaos from the last bout. Yeah, here it was. We had it all here. Tobizaru went full chaotic evil. And just beat Shodai so comprehensively, I think. It's his first time beating him. Well, I think technically it was chaotic neutral uh -huh. because I don't think he, he was being chaotic for bad. On purpose. On yeah, purpose. It's just him. It's him. Yeah. 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 Good point. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I 
have read the handbook. So that's my understanding of chaotic. That's true. You have. have. Uh, But he went full floppy shot eye today afterwards. He knows something's wrong. You commented before this about that this will show how deep the rot's going with short eye. And it it seems pretty deep. Yeah. Yes. At least short eye was attacking early. I mean, I think it would have maybe even been wiser to let Toby Zaru come forward and show his hand. Yeah. But short eye was the one who set the tempo a little high for himself, I think, here. Mm. Uh, and Toby Zaru was able to roll with it. A great win for Toby Zaru. Really? And Shodai's looking more like a guy who just should be up the top of Magashir and win every so often. And, you know, catch yourself a, He's the wild a nine card. six and a yep. eight seven and sometimes a bit of a seven eight. And he'll be a thorn in the side of the Sanyaku. Yeah. Because he doesn't fight like everyone else. Oh, Toby Zaru. I was yeah. talking about Shodai. Oh, there. Shodai. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so Shodai, I just mean maybe he was um, promoted to Ozeki. Oh, know. hang on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. A little bit early. A little bit early. I mean, he's 2 3. And this is from me. Like, no, I'm no, fiercely uh, protecting his Ozeki status. That's, that's true. And the thing that we've we've always, I feel we've always been consistent with Shodai. We, we reward the good behavior. And we dismiss the bad yeah. behaviour. Yeah. And today you're dismissing it, so that's fine. Yeah. But what you said just then about Toby Zaru is, is very true as well. He at Micah Shearer 3 is 2 and 3. Great that we could agree even though we're talking, talking about different, different Ricochet. Talking in parallel. <laughs> yeah. Just do the whole podcast in parallel. <laughs> Shodai is also 2 and 3 on day 5. The final bout of the day, it's Hakuho against Ichi Nojo. We'd seen some replays of their previous bouts. They were very exciting. We'd seen... Ichinojo beat Hakuho at this time two years ago in 2019. And there was a mutter to start off with. Ichinojo stood up and sort of walked forwards, shuffled forwards towards Hakuho and gave him a little bump. So they went down again. There was a second mutter. The timing really wasn't working. Ichinojo was going down really early and Hakuho was just taking a little bit of time, playing a little, playing with him a little bit maybe. But uh, yeah, Ichinojo just going down way too early. So he stood up again. They went down for a third time and this time it worked. Ichinojo went on the belt with the left hand, but so was Hakuho. It felt here like Ichinojo had got himself into a great position, a possible winning position, but he had to do something really, really quickly and he didn't. It was too late. He waited a microsecond. Hakuho wiggled. He actually jumped his lower body forward towards Ichinojo, which broke his grip. And he was able from there to take Ichinojo back and out with his own grip. Ichinojo, I think he had one chance and yeah. I think he, he lost it. I think he put himself in a good position yeah. here. But, you know, we saw it from about five different camera camera angles, how good Hakuho was at removing that, that left-hand belt grip and just making the bout his own in a, in a split second. Yeah, that's right. This, this was a fairly comprehensive yeah. win here. He knew what to do. Um, Ichinojo... That was the way he, he was going to win by coming forward and, and using the belt, but couldn't pull it off today. He's three and two losses. No shame in that. Hakuho joins Terunofuji as the only other guy on five and zero. So we have two of them up there on top. And on four wins, there is Mitakiyomi, Hoshoryu, Kiribayama, Tamawashi, Kodnowaka, Chianakuni and Ichiyamamoto. Wow, big pack forming behind uh, the two champions on five and zero. Let's have a look at, uh, well, maybe we'll take a sample of the end of the day yesterday, mm-hmm. given that both of our leaders are up there. Takiyasu takes on Daesho. Meisei takes on Mitakumi. 
Short Eye goes against Kotoeko. Oh, wow. What ranks Kotoeko? He's Maegashira four. Four. Oh, yeah. So getting a shot at an Ozeki, and I think this will be a real test for Short Eye. (laughs) I reckon. If he has the movement and speed that he had today, Kotoeko. Could happen. Terunofuji takes on Ichi Nojo, mm-hmm. and Hakuho fights against Hokuto Fuji. Another great day of sumo coming up. That will be day six. Of course we'll be there with you. Hopefully our episode tonight <laughs> will go up onto Apple Podcasts and you can have a listen. Uh, remember to look out for episode three wherever you can find it, the missing episode, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah.